If you're listening to this episode, one thing is for certain. You love male Seiyu. And in some way, they have been a part of what you love about Japanese music or even about 2D music projects or even anime. They are at that core. But when you love a Seiyu too much, that's when things start getting crazy. And in this episode, let's talk about the boundaries that fans should have when they have or they fall in love with Seiyu. So let's kick off this episode of Seiyu Lounge. Welcome to Seiyu Lounge. I am your host, Vanessa, and today's topic is understanding boundaries, loving Seiyu. So, for this episode, I'm not going to bring a script whatsoever because I feel like this is the kind of topic that we should talk about without following a script. A script is good, but as I am right now reading this article that I wrote in 2016 but never got to publish on the website, well, I do have, in a way, a script, but I'm not going to necessarily be reading it. I'm going to talk about it a bit. And what do we have here? First off, as fans, we do love our favorite Seiyu. They are the reason we fell in love with the characters they voice. They are the reason we got into Japanese music, for example. They may be the reason why we started to learn the Japanese language or even be the reason why we have a big smile on our faces when we get up every single morning. They may impact our lives in completely different ways. For me, for example, I've been a Seiyu fan since 2010. Male Seiyu, in this case, because I only write and talk about male Seiyu, they have impacted my life in interesting ways. I've felt basically inspired to pick up the guitar yet again to learn the, the songs that I love. They have inspired me to read more and read more variety of books. They have inspired me to try new things, to give it a shot when I'm reluctant to do so. So they have inspired me a whole lot. Also, they voice some of the characters that I love. Right now, I do not watch anime as much as I did back then. Basically, right now, I do not watch anime whatsoever because of a busy, busy schedule that I have right now. But when I watched anime, they were voicing the characters that I loved. And in some ways, I still find some time to play some games. And they voice some of the characters that I love in some games. So... It is perfectly understandable that you as a fan will come across your favorite Seiyu in completely different ways from other people. You may come across them in music, you may come across them in games, you may come across them in variety shows, even a random video on YouTube about crazy shenanigans that some Seiyu did and it is a compilation and that Seiyu is there and it clicks with you they click with you in the way they speak or in the way they interact with the, the other people on a specific show. We all come across Seiyu in different ways and Seiyu impacts our lives in completely different ways. And it is perfectly okay to fall in love with their work, to appreciate what they do, to respect their art and to always look forward to what they are going to do next. That's perfectly okay. What is not perfectly okay is when that love that you have for Seiyu, that is basically appreciation for the work they do, and also for being really awesome on camera, starts to turn into obsession. 
and when it starts turning into obsession, that's when weird types of fans appear. Those fans that stalk say you, that uh, tell them to divorce their partners, that tell them to tell them basically that they won't be supporting them from a specific point on because that say you is no longer available or because that say you has a kid or something like that. You need to understand a basic thing. As a fan, you are supporting the work that someone does. They, of course, have a personality, and that personality is what shows in the interviews, that shows in the variety shows, but that personality may be, at times, completely different from the personality or the true personality of that specific Seiyu. And as you may know, and I really do not like to talk about this, there are several scandals in the last couple of years that have put a light over some Seiyu that were considered really awesome, really amazing, and that a lot of people loved, that as a matter of fact, they were awful people and they were doing really disgusting things behind the scenes that came to light because, well, a scandal erupted. You have to know that when you support the Seiyu, you do not know them personally. That's a first thing. You do not know them personally. So you can't say that I do know them and they are the best person ever. You do not know them. You know the work they do. So they may be the best say that you know, but you do not know them when they are at home, when they are with their friends, when they are with their, the closest people to them or with even their lovers. You do not know what or who they really are. Some Seiyu will be more transparent, there are Seiyu that really do not have a filter whatsoever, for example, Yoshiki Nakajima doesn't have a filter whatsoever and will say everything and more, and even some Japanese people will get a bit on the fence because of his straightforward personality. But there are many Seiyu, for example, Kosuke Toriyumi, that is really private. And Seiyu that are really private are because they are afraid to let other people know what they are in their life and letting other people know what they do because their personal life is theirs to know, their public life is basically yours to know. And they want to keep their private life private. Of course, some Seiyu, and this time around I'm not naming names because I do not know, some Seiyu may be awful in their private lives, and others may be incredibly awesome, but that's not for us to know. And if something comes to light through the scandals, and the scandals are a result of Seiyu now being superstars, and because they are superstars, the tabloids are more than ever interested in exposing their lives, because more than ever, fans want to know about their lives. So this is really a downward spiral of problems that have started to appear since 2010. As Seiyu got more popular, the tabloids got more interested about Seiyu. And the more Seiyu do, the more exposure they get, more bad attention they get as well. The tabloids will be there, haters will be there, and people really ready to start picking on specific things will appear and will try to basically expose Seiyu in case they have something to expose or try to create rumors, in some cases, some unfounded. Still, it's not for me to judge that. I'm not really interested in the scandals. That's why at the hand that feeds HQ, I do not talk about scandals. I barely know any scandals unless those are really big. And there were two last year that were really big. And even if you do not follow the scandals, you will be aware of those. Still, back to what I was saying. When we love Seiyu a whole lot, we love their work. 
we need to make that distinction. What you are as Seiyu, basically, their work as voice actors, is completely different about what they do in their private lives. They have their passions, they have their families, they have their the things that they love to do that do not need to be public and shouldn't be public. Because, once again, it's not ours to basically put the hand on that and know more of that. I know that some fans will say, but I love them so much that I want to know more about them. I want to see if we share the same things that we love and find some way to connect. I do understand and that's a way for fans to actually connect with other people. But still, it gets really strange when you want to know more, 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 more about someone that you only know because of their work. You do not know them personally. So that's really weird for you to want to know more about their personal lives. In an ideal world, fans wouldn't want to know about that. They would only care about the work that Seiyu do. Of course, if they are criminals, well, they should go to prison and that should be known to everyone because they are a threat to other people. But other things, getting married, having kids, divorcing, well, those types of things shouldn't really be a topic of conversation. They do not affect their work whatsoever. Basically, when they are behind the mic, they are voice actors and they are doing what they have been doing for years and their experience is there. Who they sleep with, who they share their home with, what they do in their free time, honestly, that's not something that we should know. After this big introduction, let's talk about a couple of topics. There have been times in which fans uh, have had issues controlling themselves and have turned into a bit of wacky people. I'm going to list some examples of things that have happened and if I have a CU that was a target to those things, I will be talking about that CU as well. Back in 2016, I wrote that the first big issue was that fans refer to CU as the name of the characters that they voice. Once again, that's a big issue. Why? Because Sayu work their asses off to deliver awesome work for you. But their craft, the years that they take practicing and becoming even better, is for them to be recognized as themselves. Imagine that I, Vanessa, am a voice actress and I have been working a whole lot. Just because I voiced a character named, I don't know, Yoko, I'm not Yoko, I am Vanessa who voiced Yoko. But people do not know that distinction. I know that for starters, when you are getting into Seiyu, you will not know their names really well, but you will be aware of the characters that they voice. But to refer to Seiyu as the characters they voice, and even going to their mentions on social media and really refer to them as the characters they voice is really creepy and some say you really do not like that. Then we have another problem, stalking. And this is something that has happened a couple of times before and there were some cases that were really noticeable, the biggest one being with Shinosuke Tachibana. Back in, I should say, 2013, 2014, I'm not really sure about the year it happened, Shinosuke Tachibana was stalked by a fan every single day for a long period of time. And it got to a point in which he had to call the police for that to stop. 
that's weird as hell, that's not loving as a you, that's really a twisted form of love. I believe it's not no longer even love and you are only making say you wary of fans and because of you they will act completely different with everyone else that was respecting them so that's weird as hell and you are basically if you are that type of fan that needs to stalk someone you have a problem and need to treat yourself quickly then we have another problem which is blowing things out of proportion well, a couple of years back, Hikaru Midorikawa was a target of such a thing. So he appeared on an event with, I, I believe, an accessory. And uh, it was a kind of an exclusive accessory that was really expensive. And someone in the, the crowd of that specific event was with the same accessory. And given how expensive it was, some fans started to think that he was cheating on his wife. Well that was uh, strange because Hikaru Midorikawa is quite private about his life, first off. There were some fans that were thinking that he was cheating on his wife because he had similar jewelry to a fan that actually ended up purchasing the jewelry just because Hikaru Midorikawa had that. A fan purchased something because SAU had that something and then some fans blew that out of proportion to think that he was cheating on his wife and it was a big deal back then he had to actually apologize for that and he was he had just joined social media and he stopped altogether to be on social media because of that he started as well to not appear on events with any kind of accessories or jewelry because he was afraid that fans would do that again of jumping into conclusions that was weird. Yet again, if you love a CU, it doesn't matter who they are dating. But yet again, people wanted to create a mess and they created a mess for someone that usually is really quiet and private about their lives, as Hikaru Midorikawa is. Then we have the other problem. When a CU marries, fans start to go crazy, but really, really crazy. There are several examples, Kenji Nojima, Yukikaji, you have Tomoaki Maino, you have now Suma Saito, and people usually go crazy when a seiyuu announces that they are going to get married or, or they have gotten married. I do not know where is the issue, because yet again, you know the seiyuu because of their work, you do not know them personally. Chances are, you and I do not know that seiyuu personally. I for sure know that I do not know any of my favorite CU personally and I do respect the work they do but I can't vouch for anything they do personally because I do not know them personally. But yet again, when a CU usually marries or gets married, they experience a weird period after that in which fans, some fans, with quotation marks of course, will start to announce they are going to destroy the merch they purchased because of that CU. they are going to stop supporting them in their work, they are going to start trash talking that CU wherever they appear and they are going to basically make the living hell of some fans that keep on supporting that CU, which is weird. If you love a CU and you support their work, why all of a sudden they getting married is a big issue for you. But you were supporting them while they were dating someone and while you didn't know that. So why is it a big problem that they now came forward and announced they gotten married? I do not understand that. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. 
Yet again, if you think that if your CEO gets married, you stop supporting them, well, you need to reassess if you are actually a fan of theirs or if you simply fell in love with them and that was it. You do not appreciate their work, their craft, and their passion for what they do. You only wanted to date them and that's not realistic whatsoever. Then we have another problem, which is the marriage rumors. The CEO is not necessarily married or there's no announcement and the tabloids also do not know anything, but there are some rumors and people start going crazy with that. I remember in 20... I believe 2014, 2015, Daisuke Ono was a target of such a thing. There were rumors that he was married and if he is, congratulations because he is, appears at least to be really awesome and as a professional he is amazing. But there were marriage rumors and people went crazy. There were really people on the web posting photos of them breaking his CDs and trashing all the posters they had of him and everything else. It was ridiculous. It's gotten to a point in which it didn't make any sense what they were doing and why would someone go berserk on a rumor it's not even something that is confirmed it is a rumor and until something is confirmed you give the benefit of the doubt about that person or what that person is implicated in it's something that I got to learn when I was taking my degree in law and it is something that I apply to my life every day. Until something is confirmed, it is just a rumor and you should treat it as such. It's not confirmed, it's not a fact, it's just a rumor. And still, if you is or isn't married, it's yet again something that we should not know and we should not care about. Are we getting this right or not? Well, and the other problem is the, the death threats. Now, this is the most aggressive thing that can happen. And this only happens when fans get really fanatical about something. This here is no longer love, not even twisted love. This is something, someone with a big problem in their head and they are quite violent about it. A couple of years back, in 2014, Junji Majima was basically cast as the main role in Chaika, the Coffin Princess, the anime series. There were fans, and this is not because of a rumor, this is not because of a marriage, not even because of a kid, not even because of anything like that. Asayu was cast in a role that other people thought would serve or suit another Sayu better. And some fans, not one or two, there were plenty, were asking Junji Majima to kill himself. Now, there are things that you can kid about and there are other things that you should not kid about. This is ridiculous. This is basically an attempt on someone's life, even if a threat. So this is crazy. And alongside this, it was kind of crazy what a specific fan was trying to make telling him to kill, to kill himself and Majima went on to even kid about that and asked that person how should I do that? Which is kind of courageous from his side because he would only be throwing more wood to the fire 
and it would create a big mess if that fan wanted to create that big mess. Of course, that's childish behavior. And when you love a Sayu, when you support someone, you should know where are the barriers. You are a fan. You should, in a way, be lucky to share the same time and place as that specific Sayu that you love. You should appreciate what they do. You should support them in what they do. It's not an easy job what they do. They are Sayu, but it's no longer about just giving the voice. They are giving the voice. They are sharing sometimes parts of their life. They are writing, they are designing, they are creating music, they are sometimes exposing much of their private life in some way when they are creating things and when they are interacting with you. And more and more we get the Sayu exposing themselves in ways that only idols and pop artists would do. They are appearing on magazines all the time, they appear on radio shows, they appear on variety shows, they are all over the TV. And these are things that a decade ago was not as common and two decades ago it was not even a thing. Things have gotten a bit out of hand as of late and fans have started to approach Seiyu a bit like they approach idols. They believe that Seiyu belong to them, that's wrong, no one belongs to anyone. They think that just because they purchase something that Seiyu owe them anything, they don't, they did not make you purchase anything, you did so on your own volition. And uh, there are some people that even excuse some of these fans saying that if they purchase something really expensive and go to those private events or exclusive events or really purchase a lot of copies of a certain CD just to get an entry in a lottery and to win an award, that they should be treated as really differently and that say you really know them. Truth is, usually say you do not even know those people. It's the managers that basically handle those types of people that get a bit too close. And they do know who are the people getting a bit too close. And they will have a plan in order to avoid those people getting too close. And in another way, no one made anyone purchase those exclusive events, nor purchase thousands of copies of a CD to get just uh, more chances or a better chance to get to a, a, an exclusive bonus or receive an exclusive whatever. So say you do not owe them anything. Of course, they are popular because people like you and I support them. They are basically already giving us a lot. They perform, they give voice to characters that we love, they go to variety shows, they appear on magazines, they are present and we as fans have a lot of content about them. They do not owe us anything else. As a matter of fact, we as fans should really know when to stop these types of behaviors. When we notice that we are getting a bit too obsessive about something, it's time to stop and reassess what is actually that thing that we love about that specific Sayu. I'm going to give you an example because it's better to talk with examples. I'm a big fan of Soma Saito, I'm a big fan of Daisuke Ono, and I'm a big fan of Hikaru Midorikawa. So some of the, the cases that I brought to you today in this episode are quite personal in a way, because as a fan of those three specific Seiyuu, I've seen them having all kinds of trouble because fans do not realize that they are only just that, fans. They do not know Seiyuu personally. 
So it is kind of frustrating to see time and time again some of my favorite CU being a target of fans that do not know how to set their boundaries. They love them, but they should know where that love stops and where that CU's private life begins. And do not they do not know that and they think they own the CU and create a big mess around them. And it ends up with them excusing themselves and apologizing because of something that they should really not apologize about. Really, someone gets married, you should congratulate them. They should not write an apology first. It's really, really sad when I read those kinds of announcements. Well, I got married. It's really unfortunate that I got married. It's unfortunate where... You are living your best life, you are happy, you are getting to start a life with someone you love. You do not need to say it's unfortunate just because some fans will be triggered because of that. I do find that really sad for Sayu to not being able to truly talk about the love they have and the happiness they have because some fans will be triggered because their Sayu is happy and they are not happy. That's... Once again, it's beyond crazy. Now, because this episode is really, really long, and I'm not following a script, so this can only get longer. There are a couple of things that I need to really make clear. What we should know as fans is that we do not own the CU we love. We do not know them personally, just their public persona. And I've talked about these in a couple of episodes ago that Seiyu sometimes have a persona and it's a way for, for example, Seiyu when they are a bit shy to be more expressive, to be more comfortable in front of the camera, for example, they create a persona that is outgoing. A good example of that is Takuya Gucci. He has said countless times that he is really, really, really shy, but when you watch him on an event or on a variety show, you will not think that. That's a persona. He is entertaining for his fans. That's not really who he truly is. Another example is Toshki Masuda. He has said before that he only gets crazy during events because he wants to entertain his fans. He usually is really, really quiet. You do not know them personally and they may have a public persona. More or less controlled, more or less fake, more or less outgoing or, well, you know it. Then. What they do with their private lives is for them to know. When you start thinking what they do when they are inside their home with their family, that's when you should assess if you really are a fan or if you are just crazy. Then your favorite CU will never know you exist. Of course, people will say, but those that attend the exclusive events will at least have a better chance to being known. Yes, they will have a better chance to being known. But that still doesn't excuse the fact that they shouldn't act like they own the CU just because they have more money to pay to go to the events or they have spent more money in a specific item just to get an opportunity to, to know them. Because by the end of the day, most of the CU do not know the fans that they have. They may remember some of the faces, but they will not approach their fans. Some CU even have the policy of not getting in touch with their fans. There will be CU that will get in touch with some fans and they will most potentially get into trouble because of that. Then you do know that they are not the work they do. So as such, you will not say that that specific Seiyu is the character that they voice. No, they happen to voice that character, but they are called X or Y. The character has a name, they have a name. And 
then they of course say you have feelings, passions and ambitions, they have their family, they have the things that they love to do in their private lives and that is something that we should not care about. That's as simple as that. What we can do as fans of Seiyu is to support their work. I've already said countless times you may watch the anime they are in, you may talk about the anime they are in, you will, if you want to, listen to the music that they release or check the 2D music projects they are a part of, play the games they voice characters in, even check the narration they do here and there and even purchase the clothing if you are the type of person that purchases the clothing that say you design or purchase photo books, variety show DVDs and so on and so forth. Those are ways to support Seiyuu and there are many ways to support Seiyuu that do not involve spending money. I've talked extensively about that in an episode of Seiyuu Lounge. Then, of course, if you fell in love with Seiyuu, you fell in love with their voice, specifically their voice unless you have come across them through a video and you were only falling in love with them just because of their looks. But if you appreciate voice acting and if you appreciate the work they do, you fell in love with their voice. So you should appreciate the art that they help creating and the craft that they have. They basically practice for years and years and years and it is really, really hard to get into the CU industry. So what they are doing right now and the exposure they are getting now as Seiyuu is a result of their hard work and you should appreciate that hard work and support them uh, as such. Then you do know them for their crazy shenanigans on variety shows and you should appreciate them, whether it's a variety show or a radio show. When a Seiyuu gets married or has a kid and shares the news with you, you need to assess something really interesting because those matters are private, and when Seiyuu come forward, they are doing two things at the same time. They are avoiding you knowing that news through a tabloid, and as such, they end up being labeled as liars, and at the same time, they are doing so because they trust you. They trust you. So they want to share that happiness with you, and they will say, well, I got married, it's unfortunate, but I got married, and I do love that person a whole lot. They are sharing happiness with you. Notice that they are sharing happiness with you. They want you to feel happy about that because they assume that you as a fan will want them to be happy and will support them as they basically grow older and mature as artists and voice actors and later on as people. But still, you do not know them personally. So the fact that they are trusting you, they are trusting you with something that is really private and making it public just for you to understand that they have other things that they do in their life and that they are now approaching a different chapter in their lives and they want basically your support in this challenging time for them which is basically the unknown they were never married and they are going to get married they were never parents and now they are going to turn into parents they are sharing happiness with you they are afraid of what is coming you need to, to understand that when Seiyuu come forward and they announce something like this, they had to have a lot of courage. They are only one person on the other side. We are hundreds of thousands of different opinions, of different expectations, of different personalities. And some people, like I said in this episode, will overreact. Other people will be completely crazy and go bonkers with the news. Others will congratulate them and support them. But usually the people that will congratulate and support them make less noise than the people that openly hate them because of such news. But you need to assess something. It's the fact that Seiyuu, when they come forward, they are in a fragile state. 
because they know that they will lose fans because they are announcing something that makes them happy. And it is twisted how this works. But they are coming forward because they trust you as their fan and they want you to know the news uh, firsthand and they want you to be happy about them. See that they are, they are happy, they are living their best life, they are doing other things outside of being Sayu or being singers. They trust you. So please do not betray that trust. Remember that they are normal people just like you and I. They have passions, that they, they fall in love, they, they fall out of love and they have a lot of things going on in their life. Their work is not their life and you should not uh, think that about them. Doing voice acting work is a big chunk of their life but it is not their whole life. So we want them to be happy in their personal lives and be incredibly awesome as they are as voice actors and singers. We need to know that Sayu getting married or having kids doesn't affect their work, doesn't affect their voice, doesn't affect the quality of the work they deliver, doesn't affect anything they do. Their private life doesn't affect their public life, which is to say, their work. It's not because someone is married that those worlds stop existing, that their work stops being good. You need to, to understand that the work they do is not who they are as people. A big conclusion that we can take from here is that people's lives are private. Sayu, of course, are public figures right now. They are superstars in Japan in some ways. There are Sayu that are superstars. You have Mamoru Miyano, Yuki Kaji, Natsuki Hanae, Takuyeguchi. Those are really big superstars, even Kensho Ono. And then we have other Sayu that are also stars. Daisuke Ono, Hikaru Midorikawa, Soma Saito, Yumuchida, you name it. You need to understand that their public persona, the way that they approach their work is completely different from what they do in their personal lives. And personal lives should be private. To conclude everything I just said, we as fans love Seiyu. That's a given. And we should support Seiyu. That's yet again given. But when we start obsessing over Seiyu, when we start misunderstanding that what we support what, and the love that we have for them is not actually true love uh, for their work. It's actually something else. We need to stop a bit, think, what am I doing wrong in here? You are supporting Sayu. Yes, that's a good thing. You enjoy the music that they create. You enjoy the characters that they voice. You, you understand that they have private lives. That's good. If you want to meddle with their private lives, wish them hell and wish them to divorce, wish them to be unlucky and so on and so forth just because they announced something that is really private to them and they had the courage to do so because they thought that you would be mature about it and you would support them, well, you should consider stopping to create a mess because they give their all to entertain you and you only are giving them hell. And that's not uh, a healthy Sayu and fan relationship. That's weird. With all being said, this was an unscripted episode about people having to understand their boundaries when it comes to loving Sayu. It's really okay to love Sayu, it's really okay to support Sayu, it's really okay to spend money or not in the content that they create, but do not feel like they owe you something. They, they do not owe you something. 
They are here to entertain you, of course, but their private lives are theirs. They do not need to share them with you and you should be really thankful when they trust you enough to come forward and share some bits of their private life with you. So now tell me, what do you think about how fans interact with Seiyu? How can we actually change things to be or to have more healthy relationships with Seiyu within a fanbase? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyu Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyu and music-related content, hit the subscribe button. And if you are listening to this episode on a podcast listening platform, please consider following the podcast and leaving a review. Leaving a review is really simple and helps other people find this podcast and fall in love with Miles Sayu, artists and 2D groups. And in this case, this love is not obsession, is really respect for the work they do. I'll return next week with another episode of Sayu Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around. <laughs>